It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. A man who can give us a little bit of an insight into exactly how he's done it is Graham Wright, who is the uh, GM of football at Collingwood. Uh, Wrighty, thanks for joining us and congratulations on the, on the season so far. How's the week been leading into today? Yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah, pretty smooth um, up until the boys probably having the car accident yesterday. But, uh, <laughs> but most of our guys got through um, last week uh, well. Obviously, a, a tough game. Any finals game is. But we got uh, everyone through last week and pulled up well and ready to go today. How did you get the news of the car accident? And was there ever, was there ever a time when you thought, oh, no? Or? Um, yeah, no, I was just pulling up out at the, the jet base there in Melbourne. Um, and I got a call from, uh, uh, from our head of footy ops. And... Just said the boys had been involved in an accident, and uh, I thought was just a maybe just a, a touch of an accident. But as everyone saw, there was a it was a pretty nasty one. So once we knew that, we were just uh, hopeful that they were both okay, and, and certainly the the person that they'd um, or Josh had run into was okay as well. So as soon as we knew everyone was okay, then it was about you know, not panicking. If the boys could make the flight, great. If not, they'll um, they'll come up afterwards. And Bo was able to get there. Obviously, being he wasn't driving. Um, and Josh uh, came up a bit later. So overall, it, uh, it, it worked out OK, but thankfully no one hurt. It actually reminded me of the old Alan Jean story on the footy trip when he's trying to find out... Just don't hurt the fat don't one. Shoot. Which, <laughs> don't shoot the fat one with, the, with, with I have heard that, yeah. <laughs> We've got Leon Cameron and Brenton Sanderson. Hey, righty. Leon here, mate. How are you? I'm good, Leon. Congra- congratulations thus far on the year, mate. Just, we were just discussing beforehand... Um, I mean, in your time, right, you played in the flag in 90. You had Lee Matthews as your, as your coach, and things were a lot more serious back then. You know, the build-up to a game, your, your prelim or a grand final. Compared to now, you look into the rooms, of the Collingwood rooms, and Craig McRae's just got this fun environment and this unbelievable sort of relaxed environment, knowing that in about an hour and a half time, you're fighting for a spot in the grand final. You lived in the 90s. Now you can see firsthand what it's like in the year 2022. What's your comparison of it? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, obviously, yeah, I played under Lee and Fly did as well. So we, we comment quite regularly. I'm not quite sure how Lee would go with it. Um, for them. And yeah, Fly's been great uh, in relation to doing that and just having a little bit of fun. And, you know, we all understand that it's a serious game and there's a you know, massive process that goes into um, preparing and making sure everyone's ready and we're all on the same page and there's alignment and all those things are massively important but then you know we want to make sure the guys are relaxed enough to uh, enjoy the moment and then um, hopefully go out and perform and he's been great at that this year and you know obviously the, the proof's in the pudding a little bit in the way the team's gone but um, overall we've we've felt that it's been a um, yeah, a, a really good work environment to be in not just for players but for staff as well and we know winning really helps that and uh, there's no denying that but overall uh, it's, it's been a good place to be Righty, good luck today um, have the Swans got any weaknesses and if so, how are you going to exploit them? 
Uh, yes, and I'm not a coach, as you know. Um, <laughs> so I, I sit in most of the meetings, obviously, but yeah. they not really. They haven't got uh, a, a lot of weaknesses. They've they've been excellent all year, and, and certainly since the middle of the year, I think they've been the, the number one pressure team in the AFL, and, and I think we've been number two. So yeah. uh, two really high quality pressure teams um, so whichever one can I suppose exert the most pressure uh, hopefully uh, can come out on top and, and we hope that's us but you know, we played them here a few weeks ago and they um, they gave us a bit of a lesson that day so we, we're under no illusions as to how hard it's going to be playing here in, in a, um, uh, a hostile environment even though we'll have a, a lot of Collingwood supporters by the look of it just having a look around now and um, and having a look at the, the amount of people that we're, we're trying to get up here. So hopefully uh, we can have some good support and and, uh, and make it a good day. It was probably easy for us, Roddy, just to refer back to that Round 22 game when like not a lot went right. You lost to Goey pre-game, you lost Ginevan in the game, um, but just I probably felt that night just around contest, clearances, contested possession, tackles, that's where the Swans sort of got on top. So, you know, it's only, it's only three or four weeks ago, but did you take much out of that, that, that performance? Yeah, we did. Oh, you... We'd, I think we'd won 11 or 12 straight up until then and we didn't play well that day and the Swans didn't allow us to. So we're, as yeah. I said, under no illusions in, a, in a relation to their quality and um, we didn't have a great day. They had a good day. Um, so you, you take out of it what you can. Um, yeah. But in essence, you've got to move on really quickly as well. And, and the, the following week, I think we we're playing Carlton to, to play, hopefully to get a top four spot. So... You move on quickly, take out of it what you can, understand that we you know, obviously didn't know that we were going to be back here and playing them again. Um, but we've, uh, we've been looking forward to it as of um, burning Fremantle last week, looking forward to the challenge. Graham, it's Andy, Mark. Good luck today. Um, appreciate your time. You, you did, with, Sando just mentioned Jack Ginevan. From your vantage point, how has he coped with the way that he's been umpired this year and the commentary externally um, around him? How have you seen him process all of that and deal with it? Uh, yeah, it's a, as I said, another good question, but um, listen, he's handled it well for a 19-year-old uh, to the amount of attention he's got, and um, some of that Jack brings on himself a little bit as well. He's a, he's yeah. a yep. he frequents TikTok and all the things that I don't. Um, so he's, he's certainly... You're huge on TikTok. <laughs> he's certainly out and about, but uh, listen, we, we've... Um, and, you know, Fly's been really big on this, just encourage, encouraging players to be who they are and not try and conform to what everyone else would like them to be and um, he, he's obviously that, he's a unique individual but he's a talented individual who's who's been really important for us this year in relation to umpiring I, I think there's swings and roundabouts and sometimes you're going to get it good and other yep. times not so great and you know he's um, uh, he may have been um, on the receiving end of some good ones early and, and on the way through he, he probably hasn't got some that maybe he thought he should but overall listen, we've been really happy with his uh, performance and the way he's handled himself and we've got a lot of great people at the club who you know a lot of good support around him and um, you know we're uh, we're excited uh, one for what he could do and, and as I said and what the team could do today. Righty have you um, I mean bringing in players and you know we know the role that you play at the footy club and the history that you had at Hawthorne and and now, you know, what you're doing at Collingwood. Are you surprised at what young Aidan Johnson has done and where you've brought him from and where he sits now in the last seven or eight weeks? Ash? Um, yeah, yeah, he's... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he's... Uh, Leon, he's been fantastic. Um, he, he was a little bit down last week, but up until then he'd been really good for us in seven or eight games. And, you know, they come from a... Um, 
uh, as you know, such a, a background of playing um, amateur footy to country footy to um, SNFL footy, uh, coming from Halls Creek, uh, mature age recruit through the mid-season draft last year. Yeah, if you had told me this time last year that he would have um, played uh, this many games and, and had a, an influence in, in a number of games, I, I would have been very surprised. He, his endurance wasn't great and he needed to do a, a lot of work over the summer. And, um, you know, he, as I said, I know that Fly and uh, Leper in particular and Bolts were thoughts is he's a long way off playing AFL footy when they got to the club. But, yeah, he's, he's really... Uh, excited us with his, his work ethic and, and he has very, as everyone can see, he's got natural talent and able to mark the ball at its highest point. He's got huge hands, kicks the ball well. Um, there's a lot of excitement, I think, for him in the future as well. Just one last one, uh, Graham. Uh, Jack Crisp, 200 games. Astonishing that he has played every game since he got to your footy club and sort of underrated, but sort of, I mean, I, I don't think he really is by people that watch the game, but sort of unassuming, yet can do some amazing things like the run he went on last week. It's It's been such a wonderful pick-up for you. Yeah, obviously before my time and, yeah. and part of the, the Beams trade a, a number of years ago, and yeah, the consecutive games has been unbelievable. We actually said he, you know, he's, um, he's been playing on through COVID. He just uh, keep going. He's been amazing at, at being able to get up every week and, uh, and and perform every week. Really, I mean, our running best and fairest winner from last year, and he won that clearly. And I'm sure he'll be you know, up there and in the running this year. But yeah, his consistency, the sort of person he is around the club. He's a family man. He's um, you know his wife and, and two kids come up with this yesterday. And, um, you know, and all these families up here. There's a lot of crisps I think you'll find in the uh, stands today. But right. yeah, been um, been a, a fantastic player for the club, and um, yeah, we're really excited for his 200th today. And hopefully, um, you know, he can get 201 next week. It'd be nice. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us, Graham. Uh, really appreciate it. Good luck. Good luck, Morris. No Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Great, Graham Wright joining us there downstairs as we lead into this afternoon's uh, big game between the Pies and the Swans. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.